Voice of Fintech. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we are in Lausanne. We're joined by Matt, who runs Mass Challenge, a Swiss-based Mass Challenge branch, which is an accelerator working with startups from Switzerland and Europe. So welcome, Matt. How are you today? Yeah, thank you very much, Rudy. Thank you very much for inviting me. So thank you for joining. I'd like to know more about yourself. How did you get to do what you do? And also, if you tell a little bit about your team uh, that runs Mass Challenge in Lausanne. Okay, that's, a, that's an interesting question. So I mean, Mass Challenge is all about helping startups, and I don't have a startup background. So you say, why am I here? The Mass Challenge model it relies on three different things. One is obviously startups. Everything starts with quality startups. But the second part is uh, is corporate partners who actually fund the, the program and the model. Mm-hmm. And my background, I've spent most of my career working for a large corporation, so I know large corporations pretty well. And they wanted someone who could understand how you could work with a partner. And the uh, the, the other element to it is, uh, is, is, is coaching. I'm a qualified coach, uh, International Coaching Federation qualified coach. That's uh, something I have a huge passion for. And I'd actually already been coaching startups and mentoring some startups before I got to the Mass Challenge. Right. So, the, so that's sort of third stakeholder is in the, in the groups. So you after startups, corporate partners, you have experts. So I already had this role of expert as being a, a, as coaching people. So when they were looking um, for an MD here, I just happened to tick, you know, tick, that, tick those right boxes. And, and because I've got a passion for startups, even though I've never been one, um, you know, I applied and I ended up getting the job. So I'm super happy. It's been a, you know, a great place to land. How many people do run the mass challenge here? Okay, so it's, we're very light and very lean because we're a nonprofit. So in addition to myself, when we're not on acceleration, there are four other people. All right. So the team is pretty small. Now, when we're on acceleration, it grows. We, we have entrepreneurs in residence. So three, three quite heavy-hitting individuals who uh, have all raised you know, hundreds of millions between them, advising some of our startups. And we also have interns, plenty of interns to help out running the organization. Cool. But it's a pretty lean team. So what is Mass Challenge and how are you related to Mass Challenge in the, in the Americas? Okay, yeah. So um, probably the easiest way to think about it is, is, is that we, we are a franchise of, of how they operate because they started off in uh, 2008 where the founder had this idea of basically helping entrepreneurs. Um, 2008 was a particularly tough time um, in the US and globally. And, and, he, and his vision was, how do I help entrepreneurs grow? And so he created the, the nonprofit model, which we use. Uh, basically getting sponsorship funding from individuals and corporations and connecting them to experts and those corporations to help accelerate startups' businesses. And Mass Challenge in Switzerland, we do exactly the same. We follow the same model and we use the same IT systems. We, we follow the same, if you like, the same brand, the same processes. And we started in 2016. So we've been really quite lucky to lean on the US um, and, and follow what they do. And effectively, we are Mass Challenge, even though it says Mass Challenge Switzerland, we are very much the European arm of Mass Challenge. Right. And so what, what countries does Mass Challenge cover? Boston um, is the home, as in Massachusetts. So Boston, Texas, Rhode Island, um, those are the, the U.S. operations. Then we have Mexico, Israel, and me in Europe. Now, we also run, we call them bridges around the world. So in different countries, um, we may cooperate with um, different entities, maybe universities or corporations, to set up uh, innovation ecosystems. So right now, uh, when you came in the office, you'd have seen uh, we've got a, a bunch of Africans in. We've got 20 African entrepreneurs in the office this week from a program in Morocco that we're working with. We, so Mass Challenge pops up in many different places, 
and we try to obviously help those ecosystems and help entrepreneurs in those spaces. Okay. So Mass Challenge is an accelerator. So can you explain what does your program look like? If I'm a startup founder, I get, I get, I'm lucky enough to get accepted to your program. What can I expect? Okay, so let me, let me do the acceptance bit first because we are very different from any other accelerators. The, the people like me will let you in. You have to go through quite a good judging process to get in. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a 1,000 applications, and we're actually on application right now. So we're open for the 2020 cohort. Uh, which will start at, start in July, and applications are open at the moment. And those entrepreneurs will apply. They'll fill in a pretty simple form on the net. Um, then we judge them online, firstly. Everyone will have at least five, five people judge them, and they'll get feedback from each of those judges. So even if you don't get in, you'll still get feedback. Then we judge them face-to-face. Same thing again. They'll get feedback, Q&A live here in the – actually, we'll be in Geneva this year. And then we'll select, uh, right about May time, we'll select um, 90 to 100. So you're looking at the top 7 or 8% get in. And then when you get here, you, you go through an, a main reason why people come is they're coming for the connections to our corporate partners. We have a, a very good selection of strong corporate partners who um, want to connect with early stage, ambitious, high impact, high potential startups. And connecting them with us with the startups is exactly what the startups are really looking for. They're looking for validation of their business model. They're looking for potential scaling of their operations, proof of concept, that type of thing. But we also connect them with a huge number of mentors. So because we're a nonprofit, uh, we have around about six or seven hundred mentors who work free for free. And they're giving the startups their time and their expertise to help them build their businesses. And the startups are mainly coming for the corporate contacts and the mentors. Now, we'll also run them through a, a curriculum. Um, so we'll have 70, around about 70 speakers over four months and about 350 hours of, of programming. And people will dip in and dip out depending on their, mm-hmm. on their maturity. And that will run all the way through until the end of October. And at which point the, at which point the judges, because we'll get the judges back in, will assess who they think is the, the best startup. And then we'll award prize money and we'll mm. give away money. And do startups have to be here continuously? Um, I'm just thinking, you know, Switzerland is known to be expensive to live in. And startups, if they come from another country, they might find it uh, shockingly expensive. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, it's a very good question. So firstly, we don't require startups to be here every hour and every day. Um, We're quite, um, I think we're quite adult about it in the sense that startups are managing their business and they need to be in certain places. We do have a few number of mandatory events that we want startups to come to. But overall, we, we look at it that if we're adding value to startups, they'll be here. Right. And, and as they're at different stages of their maturity, because we focus on early stage. And so that's, in our language, that would be less than $2 million worth of sales and less than a million dollars of capital raised. And because that could mean a lot of things. You could have someone who's not even incorporated to someone who's just about to do a seed round. Right. And that could be a big, big spectrum. And obviously, they want different things from us, and we're quite open to see what they'll uh, what they will choose. And if we're providing good value, they'll be here for what they value. Right so, now, your question on um, accommodation is interesting. We we do give accommodation help and grants to startups that are coming from outside of Switzerland. Oh, wow. um, we again, our funding model, our the money we're getting from our corporations allows us to to do this, which is which is great. And thanks to them, but also then we give money away at the end of the program. So. We're a nonprofit, so all the money that I take in, I want to spend in the year, and I'm happy to give that away as prizes or support to startups. So, 
So now that you mention it, so what are the prizes? <laughs> good, great, good question. So last October, I was the most popular man in Lausanne that night. I gave away half a million dollars. We had 12 startups who, again, the judges are judged, not me, but the judges are judged were the, were the top. And we, they range from the, the winner got 150,000 francs and the lowest price was 10,000. So everyone sort of walked away with something. We gave away, that's a fair amount of money and it's no strings attached and it is real cash. We actually do give benefits, some benefits in kind of way in terms of hours of legal support or IP protection from some of our sponsors. But this was cash that left Mass Challenges bank account, went straight into the startups, right. so no strings attached, no equity. So let me follow up on that, no strings attached, because some of the programs they require, they'd like to take a stake in, mm-hmm. the, in the startups that participate in those programs. So how is it here? We don't. The okay. only money that I would, t- would take from a startup is uh, we have a very small application fee. It's okay. about 100 francs. And actually, you can get a refund code for that. And we do that just to discourage, um, let's say, uh, frivolous applications because it's not a good use of startups' time or ours. But that's it. I mean, everything else is, is free. You know, our purpose is, our mission is exists to help startups uh, and connect them with, with corporates and, uh, and, and our experts to try to help startups' business grow. And what kind of startups are you looking for or have you been working with so far? Yeah, so we, our program is agnostic. So we're open to anybody. So probably out of the sort of 90 or so, we'd have about 20 in food. But the rest of it is completely agnostic. So to give you some crazy examples of winners, we had a, uh, we had a music app on stage. You can basically play the flute as if you were in an orchestra. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of my sponsors are in that particular business. That's just a really cool project that we were supporting because the judges liked it. We had a, uh, a startup who was um, helping, uh, had a fantastic insight that 80% of the plastic that going into the oceans goes through 10 rivers in the world. And so they had some barrier technology that as the bottles flow through the barrier, uh, it gets collected. I mean, those startups have really got nothing to do necessarily with, our, with our, some of our sponsors. And we are truly agnostic. And um, do you have any fintech or financial services or yeah. tech? tech yeah, we, we have a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of tech. I mean, I think everything has a tech label. In a year, we would typically have, I mean, probably five or six different type of fintech startups. And interesting, one of our winners last year was uh, a company called Pixel Vision. They've got a platform which is um, helping deliver secure identity verification. So they're working a lot with telecoms companies and you know, potentially with banks. And that's all based on computer vision machine learning. Basically, you put your passport or your driving license into the system and it can basically prove that it's you. Right. Um, and that's, so that's you know, pretty, pretty interesting. Um, we have our fair share of you know, marketplace, marketplace and fintech services type applications as well. And yeah, we welcome anybody from any particular, any particular industry. Okay, cool. And uh, you mentioned about the application and, and uh, the judges, etc. But what about scouting yourself? I mean, yep. are you also looking proactively for startups or ideas? Or you say, well, we have so many inbounds that uh, you know, we are done here. No, no, no. We do, we, do a, we do a lot of scouting. We actually do it in a couple, couple of different ways. So one is, um, so right now we're going around to different universities um, and different organizations and asking for support. And the ecosystem and innovation is very collaborative so we sort of all help each other out to you know to try and generate applicants and try and make people aware of what what's going on but yeah we'll be at uh, epfl or eth you know talking talking to students but in addition to that we'll get tips from partners or other organizations who will publicize for us 
But we also take briefs from corporate corporations. So if a corporation says, we would like to find certain types of startups, we can go out looking for them. Right. Um, and in that case, we actually use our network to go scouting very specifically. And this may be scouting for you know something super narrow um, from a particular geography for a particular type of startup maturity. And then we would be able to curate that list. So we, we would, after we found it, we will sort through it to make sure it's good, interview the startups, and then actually connect them to, um, let's say, people who are looking for that service. Those startups generally wouldn't go in the accelerator because um, they're coming through a different vehicle. But it's a, it's a good way. If, you, if you're a corporation and you want to find startups on a regular basis that are very, very tailored to your needs, it's a, it's a good service that we offer. Okay. Great. And you mentioned that the judges would give feedback on mm. online applications, etc. Can you share also a little bit of an insight of what judges are really looking for? Yep. Um, if they pick somebody to go into a program or they say, well, you know, not this year or next year, or they say, well, not here. Okay. So we, we, when we advise judges, um, we give them two very simple things to look for. That's uh, you know, for, the first one is, uh, is is impact, and the second one is viability. Now, impact's interesting because we ask the startups when we go when they go through our application process, all the sort of typical things you'd expect to see a startup talk about, whether it's you know the market size, the pain point, whether it's what's the unit economics look like, um, the team, and so on, the IP. And they they go through that that process when they fill a form in, and it's not that difficult if you've got a business idea. It's quite intuitive. And when you're actually judging it as a, as, as a judge, you're looking, firstly, for, say, for the impact. The startup gets to define that. So it could be, okay, it could be money. It could be how much money have I created? What does my profitability look like? It, but it could be lives saved. It could be trees planted. It could be CO2 removed from the atmosphere. Um, so the startup gets to define it. So we, we, we always ask our judges, okay, look firstly for impact. Is it going to make a big difference? Um, and then secondly, you get to viability. And can the team actually execute what they say they're executing? Because you can sometimes get great impact stories that are not going to happen. Yeah. And, and there the judges, um, and this is where a lot of the power comes in, because the judges, are they're all independent. They're not actually talking to each other at the, uh, firstly, the online judging stage. They're really looking to, into the viability. Of who is the team? How, are they, how, how much experience do they have? Who might their advisors be? Have they got an executional program? Have they got any traction in the marketplace from customers, what, is, you know, what does that fit look like? And by adding those two things together, we then ask the judges very simply, do, you know, from a very simple scale, do you recommend, strongly recommend, or do you strongly not recommend? Okay. And based on that, uh, when all that data comes in, we then filter it for bias, so which is, uh, again, super interesting, but it's, we can see, obviously, judging scores, we can see historically how people scored. Maybe I'm a super, super easy scorer, maybe you're a super tough scorer, we then adjust for that. We'd also look at male-female biases, even uh, even regional biases as well. So once you've gone through that, you can then see, okay, what's your unadjusted score and what's your adjusted score, and then we'll start to get into get into selections. Um, so it's quite a it's quite an interesting process. That's online, and then we'll do the whole thing all over again, face to face with the top top twenty five percent, which will then lead us to the cohort, which would be the top seven or eight percent. Okay, all right, so. If I'm a startup, though, and I get accepted to your program, mm -hmm. you said there is some work to be done as well. So yes. is it guaranteed that I graduate from your program? I guess the answer is no. But what are the milestones? How do you deal with that? What, what is, how does the monitoring here work? So, so the monitoring is it's driven by the startup in the sense that 
when the startups come in, we'll ask them what do they want. We know why are they here, and there are all different types of reasons. So, a very mature startup, maybe close to raising, or maybe has already raised some money already, they could be just here for the network. And it's, I know I want to meet Nestlé, I want to meet Mueller, Givaudan, Barry Caliber. I want to meet the, I want to meet, I want to sit down with the C, you know, the CTO or the chief purchasing officer, whoever it is, and I want to have a conversation. It could be that blunt, and that might be their objective, and we're actually completely cool with that. I mean, that's that's fine by us. But we could, it could be the other, uh, the other end of the spectrum where the startup is very, very young. And when you start talking to them about, well, what's your business strategy? They could say, well, I want to focus on 25 things. And it could be that they need to spend a huge amount of time with some of our uh, entrepreneurs in residence or mentors to, to really clarify their business strategy. And so the, how you treat those two different startups is very, very different. And we'll try to create that curriculum for all the young ones, but, and then let the much more mature ones pick and choose. So when you talk about graduating, I mean, actually, no one sort of graduates with a, a, a diploma. We actually have a competition, and this competition is driven by the judging. So let's say in the, in the third month of the four-month accelerator, we'd actually bring the judges back in, and we'll run the semifinals. And so at that stage, we're again asking the judges, you know, talk, talk to me about finding the, the impact and the viability. And, and everyone's going through pitching and, and, and talking about their idea to the judges. And, and that's really the moment that they start to graduate because they will then select the top 12. The top 12 go into a final. We'll have seven or eight people judge them, mix of VCs, entrepreneurs uh, and, and corporates, and they will select the winner. So that the graduation process is that taking somebody through and having their idea validated or, or talked to by, by, by judges. And um, what are the startups that you are the most proud of? I mean, you already mentioned some of them, and I know it's sometimes hard because you cannot mention all, every single one of them, but just a random selection. Oh, that's a great question. I think, who, who, do I, who did I like the most? I mean, last year, last year I, I really got into a startup. Called, I, I mean, Planted is probably one of the most famous ones right now. So Planted is... Um, they are alternative protein. They are basically, they, they create basically a chicken-like meat out of pea protein, pea fiber, sunflower oil, and water. That's it, natural ingredients. Uh, and that actually tastes and it mimics it's the texture of meat. Um, they just raised 7 million to scale up, 7 million Swiss francs to scale up. And that is super, super pleasing because when they, he when they were here, they hadn't raised that money. And obviously, I, I would hope that some of our contacts have enabled them to do that. All right. So now I, I know that you're looking for applications for the next cohort. So where people find more information about how to apply and, and when is the deadline? Okay. So the deadline is the 9th of March, uh, midnight. So go type Mass Challenge Switzerland into, uh, into Google and you will get straight to the application form. Um, it's uh, pretty simple to fill in. It'll take you about 90 minutes. And... Also, I'd recommend that you dig around a little bit on the Mass Challenge website. It'll give you some, uh, some hints and some tips of uh, what we're looking for. But basically, if you've got a business case that you feel passionate about, that's got high impact, then you've got a very good chance of coming in. And uh, we look forward to seeing your application and uh, hopefully seeing you at uh, uh, judging. So, Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Matt. Thank you, really. And good luck to Mass Challenge. All right. Thanks for your time.